Good morning, everybody. How you guys doing today? Happy Wednesday. Uh, this is the Senior Sauce. And for those that don't know how we got that name, it's because Amy from Jersey uh, doesn't, you know, she has a little accent. So her, her the, the Senior Sauce comes out the Senior Sauce. Uh, but we're, we're here to, you know, all the ingredients uh, that you need to uh, make the right senior care choices. And today we have a special guest, Miss Robin Vasquez. Um, and this show is actually brought to you by Chelsea Place Senior Care and Discount Med Direct. Uh, they save you all uh, 80% on prescriptions. And Chelsea Place Senior Care actually is all of the solutions you need for every stage of senior care. So thank you to our sponsors. But uh, but more importantly, to our, our, our lovely guest, Miss Robin Vasquez. So Robin... Um, I guess, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So I guess tell us a little bit about, um, you know, for those that don't know who you are, um, tell us, I guess, a little bit about your story and, and, and how you got to Florida and, and just let's, you know, I'm curious to learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Well, like you said, um, I'm Robin Vasquez and I own a company called Estate and Guardianship Management Services located in Punta Gorda. Um, I started the business in 2000, and we've been going strong ever since, advocating and assisting um, the elderly people in primarily Charlotte County, but also in Lee and Sarasota. And what, and what like, what, what brought, uh, Ron, what brought you actually to this area? How, how did you even get, like, involved in this industry in the first place? My background is in human services, and for my entire working life, uh, the only thing I've ever done is work with the elderly. Gotcha. I actually started at a skilled nursing facility in Connecticut, where okay. I'm originally from, and uh, worked as a recreation therapist there. That's fine. You know, so you're telling me something. I don't even know if I know this story. Like I'm saying, like I feel like I should know this entire story, but I don't even know if I know this story. So is um so you actually so you worked in like a, a skilled nursing facility setting in Connecticut. That's correct. Was that, what, what what um I guess what period of time in your life was this? Was this uh, that before was, the husband, the kids? Uh, yeah, that, and, no, I had children. Okay. That was in my um twenties, in okay. my mid twenties, and um it, the name of the facility was Gladeview Healthcare Center. It was okay. a beautiful um facility located on the Connecticut River. And the reason I accepted the job offer at that facility was that my children were two years old and four years old, and they had on-site daycare. And that was how I, and it was amazing. So not only did I work with the elderly, but my children were very involved in um, attending activities and interacting with um, the residents at the facility. That's that's fantastic. That's 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 really, like, like, I I know, like, there's even, like, uh, videos or stories of people you know who uh, have like facilities even in other countries and stuff like that where they're they're trying to experiment with that concept of of bringing you know the the younger children in an environment with the elderly and uh, and I and I love the idea. I mean, we, I'm trying to figure out like, how do we make this thing work? Like you know, as far as paying for the staff on on the uh, the daycare side of it, right. but at the same time, it's a it's a it's a cool concept. You it know? is such an amazing concept to have your children there. Obviously, during your work day. Um, is a great experience for a mom and for the child. Sure. But it also, with the elderly, um, I have found that the two things that really capture the hearts of most older people are children and animals. Right. They just absolutely light up. I think both um, give that unconditional love sure. and acceptance. Yeah, absolutely. So. No, and, and, I, and, and that's what I think is so cool when you, when you see service animals come through and, and uh, you know, just, it just lighten up their world and, and stuff like that. Because I think that's the hardest part about, like, as we age, I think, and especially now that I've been around it for, um, you know, I mean, I, you know, what, I guess eight, nine, eight, eight years now. It's just like, it's it's a period of time where, like, these people still, they're still living. Like, there's, there's still so much left that they can enjoy. Uh, but I feel like there's just not a lot of, of stimulation or things happening to help create that enjoyment. Or, you know, you start losing friends and you start... You know, things start happening and you don't have contact with the outside world anymore. And then you kind of become like this lone ranger in your own home. And, and, and it's like, it, it's, it, it can be sad, but like, there's still like a dog or a kid or, or some sort of connection, a caregiver or an outing or probably even seeing you as a guardian right. is that highlight for the day and, and something they can enjoy, you know? It so. really is. It, it's so important. <clears throat> I've had um, 
clients that many people, their wish is to remain in their home during right. their aging years. And although there are certainly positive aspects to that, there's something to be said about the isolation that it can bring. Sure. And sure. going to a place such as the senior care and whatnot, um, and even um, going on the outings, as you said. And sometimes facilities are the most appropriate, and a person doesn't realize what they've been missing being at home until their right. environment changes sure. and they have the opportunity to be around others who have lost spouses, who have lost children sometimes, sure. um, lost, you know, longtime friends. Sure. So yeah. I agree 100 percent. Well, now, like, I guess when you when you think about um, your your, uh, the, I guess, you know, being in Connecticut, working in the skilled nursing facility and then like transitioning to Florida, what, what transpired, I guess, to what, what led you here and then into the role you're in now? Oh, well, I, uh, my mom led me here. Okay. I, gotcha. I, I have found that a lot of people don't know about Punta Gorda or Port <laughs> right. Charlotte, Florida. It's right. always through someone that you know right. who has right. been here or lived here. Every time I see someone and they're like, they're like, I'm from Punta Gorda. I'm like, you are? Like, <laughs> really? Like, I feel like they're like a historic figure. That, like, that's you know, like that's this, right. Like they're a celebrity in some exactly. way. You know, so, yeah. yeah. But that's what led me here. And I did um, initially get a job in a um, skilled uh, nursing facility here locally. Okay. Um, I had, you know, obviously worked my way up to um, department head over the years. And um, it was at that time that I met a professional guardian right. in Connecticut. Right. And guardianship is not a very old field. It's been around since the mid-80s, actually. And uh, one of the reasons it came about is that um, many states, such with a large demographic of elderly people, um, Arizona, California, Florida, sure, said, sure. we have this problem. We have old people that need help. We have attorneys that are serving in that capacity and helping. There can, there's a better way that it can be done. Right, That's, right. Because I'm sure like, you know, going to an attorney, and, 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 and no offense to the attorneys, and we're going to have an attorney on the show to uh, give you guys some free legal advice. Uh, but um, I, I can imagine like that would be a very expensive route to go. It right? would be, and that's not what their specialty is. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. So, so it's almost like you know they're like taking on. Uh, it's not even a really a focus area of theirs, and and but 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 then it's not even fair to the client in a sense because of how expensive it would ex- be. Exactly, you know? so, exactly. So, so then that's so is that what kind of led you into that? What's what led me? So I so I um, I'm, like set, I'm setting you up here. You know, I know here. <laughs> I see that. Thank you. <laughs> but that is what led me to it. So I did some. Research research yeah. and um you know, tried to find out again my backgrounds in human services. Sure. Um, what does it take to become a professional guardian in the state of Florida? Now, is that something like is that is that a license thing? Like, or what? What is is that something that like back then was there? It's a state application that you had applied. There was. You okay. needed to go through a, a course. Um, okay. It's offered throughout the state. I had ended up taking mine at Edison College in Fort Myers. Okay, gotcha. And you have to pass a state examination, and that you also have to pass a national examination. Awesome. Through the National Guardianship Association, okay, and at that point you are a certified professional guardian, um, and what the requirement is is that you register on an annual basis with the State of Florida Department of Elder Affairs. Okay, gotcha. So now is is um is I guess, I guess like when you were making that transition, I mean obviously you're seeing this need, you know, and and stuff like that. So at that point in time, did you did you is that when you started exploring or educating yourself more in the professional guardianship space or? That's correct. Okay. And I thought there was a need. I it, back in two thousand, and I actually took the class in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um. I did not realize the really what the need was. Gotcha. It, I, it the business has grown tremendously more than I imagined. Right. Right. Um, which is somewhat unfortunate that there are so many people that do need assistance right, and, right. and whatnot. Because well, again, and I think because every time I think about like even before I knew what you did. In my mind, I, you know, I I, I feel like I definitely had a misconception of like what is a professional guardian, um, and and what does that even really mean? Like in my mind, I always thought it was it was like always a state appointed type thing, um, and and you know someone that worked for like maybe a, a state or social services uh, environment. You know, <laughs> obviously I was wrong, but I'm just saying like it's funny how your perception of like a professional guardian you almost think of like the person that comes and picks up your kids and then you know you've got an abusive household and that takes them and, and helps you know make sure they get in a safe place you absolutely know, like, that's, a, that's that's kind of always what my thought was you know and so, it's you're right and when i try to explain to people what i do that's their first response so you take care of people right, they, they right, feel right. that i'm physically there and in many times i am physically there for many issues sure. and with them but it's more a coordination of events a coordination of um, caregivers facilities uh, coordinating their finances, paying bills. Yeah, so, so I guess like like help us in, like you know, um, 
take us through maybe like an example of 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 like like the process. Like so, say you know um, someone you know was in need of those services, and, and and like how do they even know they need you? Like where, where would be who would actually tell them about what you do? Right. Like where, where would they right. find out about that? And under guardianship, it's a different situation. You need to keep in mind that we serve in different capacities. We serve as professional guardians. We also serve as agents on a person's durable power of attorney. Okay. And And, and what is, and so like an agent, what does that mean? Because like in, in, in a durable power of attorney, in my understanding, right? I'm like, if I'm, if I'm the person that's on that. Um, you know, or been named that, I could make decisions on behalf of Is that the same thing as an agent? Or? That is correct. Okay. And again, keep in mind, what we try to do is we want people to avoid guardianship. Gotcha. Guardianship is a last resort. It is the most restrictive um, option for a client. We right. try to encourage people to do their advanced directives in advance, just right. what they are. Right, right, right. Um, and I'm sure Mary Bursky will be speaking about this from the legal perspective. Sure. Um, it's very important that you work with an attorney. An attorney draft these documents for you. And what we do is we serve in the different capacities. Okay. So, and it's very important, again, who you nominate, who you designate to serve you in the capacities. So, and so someone that, like, say, names you as their agent on a, on a, on a, mm-hmm. a power of attorney thing, what, like, what would be their okay. circumstances? Do they not have family or there's, what, what's, what's... There's a number of circumstances. Okay. First of all, someone, when they do their advanced directives, they may put us in these documents, but they may not need our services for a number of years. Again, gotcha. they're putting their they're, they're wishes... They're being proactive. They're being exactly yeah. very... But, but pro- they may not have family to help them with the proactive... Right. So the reasons know. they would choose our company that would choose um, us would be for a number of reasons. One would be that maybe they don't do not have any family. Sure, sure. Um, um, the other, maybe they do have family, but the family's out of state and they right. need someone. Um, their children may still be working, may have children, grandchildren, don't want their children to be basically what they consider burdened with right, the task right. of dealing with the day-to-day issues. Um, the other, maybe they have children, but they do not want their children to serve in that capacity for a number of reasons. Sure, okay. um, they feel you know their their right, right. children may not be good money managers, <laughs> right. may not they right. feel make the which, be- right decisions right, or, right. or their decisions. Right, which I think I know I know it's funny because like even you know now having Emily, um, there was a time where I remember thinking like you know I'm not gonna when I when I get older I'm like I'm not gonna give her anything like she's gonna grow up and like learn how to do everything on her own and like make her own money and you know but. And, and and you know buy her first car, but th- that was just how I was raised, you know. Right. But um, you know, so but but I can I can see though now like on the other end of the spectrum, you know, like 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 at at this later stage in life, there's a lot of times where the family has gone through some turmoil or you know there's there's some family dynamics that are like really an issue, and and Absolutely. and it's nice to have a, a a central party that can help. You know, be the the mediator almost exactly. You know? so. It's having someone that's independent, that's right. neutral, that their they, first priority is going to always be the client, right? But is going to treat extending family members all on an equal, exactly, fair right. basis, right? Right? They're, they're not they're not thinking about like how can I get my house paid off, like when my mom or dad passes away or something crazy like that. That's you know, correct. It's like, uh, so no, I mean, uh, which is it's, it's so it's so important, really. You know, for you know, and I, and I feel like there's not enough of you guys out there. I mean, I I feel like when I think about the industry as a whole and the future of it, it's like, you know, I really feel like there's, there's just such a greater need than even exists today. Um, but, but I guess like, you know, I know you're talking about being in the capacity of as an agent, but what, what would be like another bucket or another area that you guys, you know, help people in or. So as well as the agent, though, that document is um, executed and it's valid during a person's lifetime. Okay. It ceases upon death. Um, but in that capacity, we can um, pay a person's bills. We can work with their financial advisors, make sure their investments are um, appropriately invested. Sure. Um, sure. Take care of all of their tax uh, preparation and make sure that their taxes are filed on time. Right. Uh, we can apply for um, government benefits such as VA benefits or Medicaid. Right, um, right. So there's a there's many things that can be done under that durable power of attorney. Which is, which is nice because like now you have someone educated in all these different areas. Right. You know, long term care insurance. Uh, you know, like you said, the the VA benefits, the 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 tax issues. Because I mean. That can be like, as we get older, we may not be paying attention to, you know, what our 
are some tax advantages that may have changed this year as opposed to last year. And, and, exactly. you know, you know, now that I'm in this period of my life, you know, how, how can we hedge against this tax burden somehow? Or, Absolutely. you know, and um, yeah. you know, how can we apply for that VA benefit, which yes. is another daunting task. There's sure. many things. I, um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a lady who is uh, just shy of 92 and I've been her durable power of attorney or her agent yeah. for a couple of years. Um, but however, she hasn't needed my services. Right. And she um, did call me several weeks ago and just said, can you take over? I'm tired of paying my bills. So <laughs> right, I right. went out and I met with her. And so this, so this was someone that like a few years back just said, just in case, like, I want to set you up as a power attorney. I want to have things in, you know, in place. That's correct. And then now she's like, I'm done. I'm done. Paying I'm bills. Done. I need your help. That's <laughs> yeah. correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, mm-hmm. so that's, I mean, even which goes to the whole proactive thing. Cause that's, that's the big thing. Even for the show is, is to help people be proactive. So right. it's like, you know, plan in advance because now this lady, when she has this issue, she, she knows who to call. Exactly. You know? And although she still has her capacity, should she continue to age and her mental faculties diminish, um, that, that if she did not have those advanced directives in place, then she could be in a guardianship situation where, and again, I don't want to, Guardianship is not the end of the world. Our feeling is if you can make decisions for yourself and choose the people you want to help you, then isn't that favorable to having the court say this is going to be your guardian? Sure. A guardianship is also a more expensive route to go. There's attorneys involved and whatnot. Again, it's not the end of the world. Guardianship does have um, a very good check and balance system. There's a court auditor. I mean, guardians are, are scrutinized very closely by our court, right, which right. is the way it should be. And it's, it's, so it's almost like like when I when I hear, hear you say gar- like, like you know you as a professional guardian, that's just like it's almost like that's just like one aspect of what you do. That you is. Know? It's that like is. even though it's like your professional title, right? You know, it's like it really there's so much more to it than that. Like that's just almost like one facet, but then there's all this other stuff that you can help people with. That's so. right. So we. we we spoke a little bit about the um, being an agent on a durable yeah. power of attorney. Um, the other capacity that we serve in is as trustee. Okay. And a, a person um, creates a trust. And again, their attorney will recommend if this they feel their estate requires a trust. Now, now someone that like has a trust or, or, or needs a trust, what does that person look like? What, 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 what kind of client is that? Is that someone that... Is that someone with a, a, a large inheritance from another family? Is that someone that has, you know, the, a, like a, you know, is it is it is it typically a money transition or a family transition that's taking place? That typically, um, in my opinion, a trust is uh, normally there's a certain threshold for the value of the estate that okay. the assets are made. Typically, someone with, uh, you know, low value of assets are not going to do a trust. Right. However, with that being said, trusts can be very creative documents, and if a person wants things done during a certain way or not distributed outright to a beneficiary, um, that would be a great document for them to use. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so so, in, in, so in, when it comes to trust too, I mean, I guess that's something where uh, an, an elder law attorney would get involved exactly. on the creation portion of it. Um, but 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 that's an but that's an area that you serve in, I guess. Exactly. Okay. okay. So so someone, well, how would you help them on the trust side of things? So many times when we have a trust client, they will go to their attorney, um, and we. But at that time, normally don't even know about the client right, right. and their attorney will have the conversation about what their needs are. And most of the time, the attorney, if they feel that we would be a good fit for what their client's needs are, they will recommend to the client, you know, give several names of sure. you know, other of companies that do professional trust services. And um, we'd like to set up an interview. The client will call us and arrange an interview to sit down and talk with us about the services that we can provide, talk about their situation. Sure. So the trust, um, so and normally the person is the, the grantor of the trust, serves as the trustee. But if that person does become incapacitated, um, the successor trustee can then step up and continue to manage the trust assets can pay the bills, can put caregiver services in place, can do whatever needs to be done, make mortgage payments, do taxes. Gotcha. Um, And then when the person passes, then it would be the trust administration as far as terminating the trust. Right. So so, so, so it's almost almost like the the trust is treated like... Not, not. I mean, it's not a person, but it's like I'm saying, like you're, 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 you're the person, you're the agent of the trust. You're, you're making decisions on exactly. behalf of 
this this trust, which is basically, um, you know, like I guess I'm not a person. I'm trying to think of a way to describe it, but it's kind of like you know, it's its own entity it in is, a sense. It's you know? own so maybe like almost like if like right. if you look at it like it's like a, a business, exactly. and you're making decisions on behalf of this this business and on how we allocate assets or it, something. You know? And the decisions made by the client, that trust is the trustee's roadmap. We right. follow that. But many of my trusts are ongoing. They're not just at death. distributions are made. Like they they could have a trust while they're still living for 10 years, I guess, right? Right. And and, well, and what happens is um, when the person does pass, then I have many that have um, a couple that that come to mind. I have one that the, um, her daughter had a um, serious drug and alcohol issue and the deceased, the mother did not want her to receive the trust money outright for fear that the daughter would squander it. Sure. And so she has it set up so it's held in trust for the daughter's lifetime. Gotcha. So, and so, I so, distribute so, ah, okay. I gotcha. distribute quarterly income to the daughter to help maintain her life what the mother would gotcha. want but not to So so really so it's really like helping that legacy to live on. Exactly. You know? So we so that that way the money doesn't get dispersed and then disappear. You're protected. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's, 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 it's it's kind of a protection that right. the client's putting in place. And probably even a protection against like taxes too. Like there could as, be tax benefits yeah, to that as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Another trust that I'm administering um, is paid out over 10 years to a son because right. again, the um, client who I knew very well during his lifetime, he um, said, oh, if my son gets this money, it'll be gone in six months. <laughs> right, He's going right. to buy a new right. motorcycle. And, right, 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 and right. so he chose to have it spread out over 10 years again because it was very important to him that his son have this money to maintain him you know sure. for the rest of his life sure, so sure. it is leaving a legacy sure is, is would you say when you think about all the people that maybe you're the person that receives the trust for like is it is it always is it is it the majority of the time is it a family dynamic issue that's the reason why someone would have a trust or or is i mean i guess it, can, can you even you know is it 50 50 or I, well, the reason for the trust, again, is asset-based on, and then what their wishes are. Sure, um, sure. You know, last will and testament, we also serve as personal representative and, right. and if someone names us in their last will and testament. And that's appropriate for some people as well. Right. Um, but normally in a, doing a last will and testament, the um, proceeds are paid out. You administer the estate. Um, it's open to creditors. There's other, um, you know, negative things of having just an estate but again sometimes that's appropriate and that's why it's very important that a person does talk with an attorney does get the legal advice Um, we have a number of good attorneys that are board certified or specialized in estate planning right right Um, and so so you work with them through this process and you know just kind of like helping be the the voice for the client and Correct. making sure that the client's getting what Correct. you know the, what they want out of it. Yep. You know, so I always say we're the boots on the ground. Right, 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 right. Exactly. No, so I, I guess um, so. You got we have to do that. The trust area, the power of attorney documents. I guess is there other areas of specialty that the other area that serves that sets us somewhat apart from big trust companies. There's many things that set us aside from a large trust company, right. but uh, one area is that we also serve as healthcare surrogate. Okay. So we will can um, if a person is unable to make their health care decisions, we can make those for them. And like decisions like, I guess, what, what kind of, is there any specific like... Many times it's end of life decisions. Okay. Many gotcha. times, yeah. The um, So it could be like, like choosing like hospice or where I want to be at the end of life or... Sometimes uh, even removing a ventilator. Okay. Um, I've had, um, well, again, one situation that comes to mind is I had a woman, I was her trustee and her agent in her advanced directives, um, but she, and her health care surrogate, she wanted her niece, who happened to live in Connecticut, um, to be her primary health care surrogate. And then she named me as her backup health care surrogate. Um, the niece was very involved, very supportive. Uh, but one day, or during the last year of my client's life, she was in the hospital probably more than she was out of the hospital. Wow. And the niece was trying to advocate for her aunt and get information. But each time she called the hospital, the doctor wasn't there. Right. It was a new nurse on staff who had never treated her aunt. But sure. There were many reasons. So the niece called me and asked, you know, Robin, I've been trying to do this, this and this. I can't get any information. Can right. you go to the hospital and find out what's happening? Sure. What are they treating her? So because I was the 
backup right. healthcare right. surrogate, I was able to go there with my documents and accomplish what the niece couldn't do. And it was only yeah. you know, just because yeah. of the distance. Which I, and I feel like that's going to be so, like, I feel like there's so much more of that need as we, because oh, I mean, I look at our, my generation, man, we're, and we're just so clueless to the amount of effort that it takes to care for your mom or your dad or like, you know, uh, you're, you know, someone that's going through this, this, this kind of like this last years of their life and what that takes. I mean, it's, there's so much involved in it that it's very time consuming. And sometimes, you know, that's what the client feels. They go, I don't want my child, my son, daughter to have to drop everything in their lives to come down here. Right. The other thing is, is that they're, Son, their you know loved one who lives out of state, they're not familiar with our healthcare system. It's different, yeah, you know. And that's, I know it's crazy. Like a, our, every state's so different. Yes. Like some like some states I know like even in our like the 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 daycare is licensed. Some states the daycare is not licensed. In some places the assisted living rules are different. I mean, every state is so different. It's exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And knowing who the you know the doctors are, knowing the home health companies. Right. You know those yeah. things are very even something as simple as knowing um, the realtors. Right. What you know who. Sure. Who do you want to work with? Sure. The, you know, sometimes we have to sell properties and or whatnot. So sure. no, it's, it's very involved. I, I try to explain it to people is think of everything you do every day to manage your own life. Right. And then add a little bit to that because as we age, we normally right. have, you it's know, some, right, it becomes yeah. a little more complicated. Yeah, like Medicare, Medicare, yeah. this insurance, that, hospital, all sorts of other that's, issues. Doc. That's it's so funny because, like, we have a, a, this gentleman, Jim, he, he does a lot of our maintenance um, at our facility. Um, but I, I feel like he plans all of his stuff around his wife's doctor's appointments. That is a life around his <laughs> right. like, Exactly. Literally, he's like, he'll like tell me all the days what he's doing, when and where. And, and, and it's all around. You know uh, his wife's uh, appointments. Oh, and of course the the dog's appointments. So, the dog, there's, 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 so like, Jim comes last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, so then, so then eventually I will, will, will get his help with some stuff. But it's funny how like how busy people are. Whether it's doctor's appointments, whether um, it's it, it's meeting with their attorney, whether it's the you know the it's dealing with just all this stuff. And at the end of life, like or or at those later years in life where you know they're not we're not working full time. It's just, we're just trying to manage and maintain what we have. You exactly. Know? And it can exactly. be very labor intensive. So if you want to make your life easier, you would call Robin. That would just make life easier, right? That's right. So that's that's, that's, that's her goal, you know? What is, um, I guess, what else we got as far as, so we, I guess we, we've talked about trust. We've talked about uh, the healthcare surrogate, power of attorney, durable power of attorney. Is there other areas of specialty that you focus the on? The professional or? guardianship okay. and the um, personal representative. Okay. So those are the, the five Which, areas. What would be the two difference between like a personal representative versus a professional guardian? Well, the personal representative is the person that is appointed to um, administer your last will and testament. Okay. So completely different. That happens upon death. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so is that, does that happen at the time of it or is that a... Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. person. Normally when a person goes to an attorney to do their estate plans, typically it's all inclusive. They're yeah. doing either a trust or a will or both. Right. Uh, many times there's right. a pour over will that everything goes to the trust. They're executing their durable power of attorney, their health care surrogate. Um, so some, they would be choosing a personal representative. They're choosing who like, do who, they who? want to administer gotcha. their estate. Okay. They okay. may not want their children because their children are going to fight over right. the last fork in the silverware right, drawer. Right, right, right. I, mean, I, I feel like you got, you got, a, you got a dangerous well, job. Yeah. Or they, or like they don't want to burden right. their children. Right, but. right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sorry, it's, it's, I'm sure you've seen it all, you know? We have. We yeah, have yeah, seen yeah, some yeah. cases. But, you know, we've taken some people out of some really um, dire situations that were living in really poor conditions and because of their incapacity. Um, right, so, so, so not necessarily because they couldn't live in better conditions, but just because they weren't capable of they making decisions, They were not capable, right. right. We've, yeah. yeah, we've um, had... Um, I have one, tell some stories. I mean, uh, I'm some sure stuff. you have plenty. I'm like, I mean, well, I thought, we have the story of the woman who lived at home with her nine dogs, and the nine dogs did ne- not go out of that house for many, many oh years. Yeah, nine dogs. So, yeah, wow. so that would wow. need to, yes. Yeah, so that's great. So here you are pulling up to this house. Right, like mm-hmm. I mean, you never been here before. This like no, house? okay. No. You pulled up this house, and, and and like I mean, did you have any idea what you were walking into at that we point? We have or? some idea. Okay, yeah, but no, yeah. you really don't know until you no, know. No, like, you don't know until you know. Yes. <laughs> Only Robin knows that's, what it's like to walk right. into a house with that's nine right. dogs. That's right. <laughs> and one yeah. came up a couple of weeks ago. Um, the woman, um, her her home was uh, 
infested with rats. Wow. Where, wow. where the pest control company would told their people to get out and not come back. Man, it's crazy. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, but it was, but it was the, close that they could like like literally you're the like you know you're like the angel coming in there to could, like right. like re- transform that environment mm-hmm. for them because because yeah. I think the hard part too is sometimes we don't realize that there's all these people in you know all spread out through the United States in situations like this that's and we have no idea because it could be your neighbor that you right. never see that's right and you're like does anyone live at that house and they do but they're just might they might be elderly and may not have any family you, or anyone to help them out you, you have know? no idea that exactly yeah. this woman does not have children um she has a cousin who's out of state i was able and she came to me um she was picked up by the Punta Gorda police and brought to Riverside Behavioral Center. And they yeah. called me saying, this woman has no one. Can you help us? Right, right. So we were able to locate a cousin. Um, I spoke with the cousin. So you're PI too. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Now, if you can, if I can only find her car. We're missing her 2016 Honda. I okay. should have brought the uh, plate number. We right, get it right, out there right. on the air and well, see if <laughs> I'm looking well, for a vehicle. <laughs> what color is it? is it? I believe it's red. It's red. Is, yes. it, is, it, is it locally? Or is we it? don't know where oh, it is. Okay. She was picked up by so the police and brought to Riverside. Yeah. Then uh, call Robin. That's right. Okay. Yes. And so funny. the uh, police department, uh, do, they do not have it. And I called the local Honda dealerships where I was told that it had, was being service or something. Yes. They say they that has the last time wow. it was there was in April of like 2018. Wow. Wow. That is so, insane. So we yeah. do act as yeah. a PI trying right, to, right, to right. find things. I feel like you could literally write a book after like all these experiences, you yeah. know, because I mean, like, I, I'm sure you've seen it all. You We've know, seen a lot of situations. Yeah. 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 A lady um, a couple of weeks ago. She um, came to me and she deeded her house to her neighbor. Really? Right. And she did it a number of years ago, but she said to me, I didn't mean to do this. My yeah. husband had just died and I didn't wasn't thinking clearly. And, oh, no, what do I do? Right, right, right. So I called her attorney and he um, said because of the way the deed was prepared and it wasn't done by her attorney, he had no knowledge that this woman had deeded her home to another person. with ah, her life. It's like, so ah. I'm right now um, to have, I thought I had convinced the woman to deed the home back to my client because it's right. the right thing to do. Right, right, um, right. And she did agree to do that uh, the last few hours I've been getting stonewalled so gotcha. we're trying to get my client's home back for her right, right. who needs that home she wants sure. to stay in her home she yeah. requires caregivers um, yeah. but she may need to use that asset as well right. to continue to stay at home right right and then that's the thing too so, so that'd be something as well as like you know it's just like you know not only are you managing maybe what's left but you're also trying to help people find creative ways to you know, you know, to live out their years and 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 actually be able to afford the appropriate care they exactly. need, right? I yeah, mean, that's one of our first priorities that we do. As we, you know, obviously assess and evaluate the person's situation, what their needs right. are, what their wishes are, and then try to put a plan in place that is according to what their wishes are. Right. Again, that is what's most important to us, as long sure. as it's obviously safe. You know, I had a gentleman. Um, he was. I was in his documents for a number of years and at 98 years old he finally needed my services he was starting to uh fail cognitively and he didn't have a lot of money you know at home care can be quite costly he had a couple of hundred thousand dollars which does does not sustain for you know many many years when you need 24-hour care at home but which is i mean every time every time i've ever calculated the math i'm just like it it blows my mind for those that don't know i mean 24-hour care seven days a week 365 days a year mm-hmm. is literally like $16,000 a per month. Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, even having a home care agency, when I think about that, I think, wow, that is a lot. Like, I, I would be, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, do we send the bill? Do we not send the bill? Like, like, it's, you, like, it's like, I, like, I feel bad even, like, you know, but it's right. crazy. I guess the thing is, is when you look at, like, how much care costs, it's, it, you know, and, and, I, and I don't have the stat on me. I wish I did, but where they talk about, like literally you spend the last like 10 years of your life like like you know spending 90% of what you made that's your entire right. life or that's something right. like that I mean I, I know that's a little off but I'm just saying I've heard that there is a statistic out there where you know there, there is so much money spent at the at the last and, you know 10 years of life where it's like just in all of it on care you know exactly yeah, exactly yeah. so I mean and and I think too like you know like you're saying where you, you get involved um 
you know, it's like we almost have to play the role to some extent of this financial planner. You Absolutely. Know? It's like, oh, it's very important. And we work know? with the finance. We, we, you know, do a chart. We have to look at what the income is. We right. look up what the expenses are. We figure out how much, um, you know, time that we can sustain the person with the assets they have. And in this gentleman I was telling you about at 98, I had to make a judgment call because he had a couple of years worth of money, but... I knew that, you know, he didn't have a long period. We weren't talking five or ten years. And part of it just comes down to common sense. My feeling in that case was, and and again, I can't stress that every single case is so unique. Every person, you know, all of our lives are different and unique. But I had to make a judgment call. And basically my feeling was is that I didn't feel that, you know, he was 98, he was almost 99, that he was going to live another three years. And and it's sad to say that, but that's what we have to deal with, the reality of it. And then the other part was, and if he did, I felt his cognition probably would have declined to a point that he wouldn't be aware of his home and the surroundings and at that point. But the moral to the story was, is that he did not outlive his money. He was able to die at home, caregivers in place. Because someone helped ensure that, to see that through. Exactly. Because you know what this person is going to need over time and you know how much it's going to cost and you know how to plan right. that out for them. Right. They're you right. Know, and we don't have a, there's not a, you know, a, yeah, it's not an exact model. No, we don't, we don't. <laughs> have, I've had people that I thought right. are, you know, going to, they're not, you know, going to make it past next week. And right. lo and behold, they're, they're still here 10 years later. That's right. right. And we're like, dang, how do we still pay for right. all this care for this person? Yeah. You know, I had one woman, she was yeah. on hospice for three years and it was quite sad because there, she had no quality of life. She had a yeah. massive stroke. She was on hospice, but three years at we yeah. did not know what you know was keeping her going. Right, right, right. Um, well, we, 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 we had a lady one time too, and she stayed with us. Uh, we, she was on hospice, and 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 it was it was really cool to see because like you could you can always tell when people like aren't ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're still like happier. They still want. They're still fighting There's, to you know, to be here. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and in, and in her face, she was one of those people that was just still fighting. And for two years, she was on hospice for someone that we would have never thought you know, um, you know, would have been able to be with us for as long as she was, but you could tell she just was, you know, you, you would help her out in the morning and she was just full of smiles and she just still had that little, that like, you know, just that, like she just wasn't ready, you know, absolutely. She wasn't ready. You know, every time the girls would call me, I would go there and like, she'd smile for me and I'm like, (laughs) She's not ready. That's she's right. just hanging out. You no. know, she, she's she's uh, she's still enjoying you know her time. You know, so but yeah, it's like and I good for her. Every situation is different. I, I I get that, but I also you know you can almost see that sometimes where people like give up versus people you know are hanging in there. They're still looking forward right. to something. You know, yeah, so. absolutely. And, and it's hard. It's hard. Like we talked about earlier. You know, outliving spouses and children and friends. Right. Um, you know, their world. Your world can become small, and it's up to us to try to. And that is you know part of our mission statement sure. is to provide the highest quality of life that we can offer we can't always change situations we can't change the amount of money or the health conditions or the family dynamics but we can be there again to advocate we're just we're managing those things to 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 get that person based on what they have that's the highest quality of life exactly Mm -hmm. so out of all the crazy stories that you have is there one that just like sticks out there's like this is like this is the craziest thing that's ever happened in my my i wish i could i wish i could uh just say one that does stick out. I, I can't. I can tell there were. I had a guardianship. There's more. There's <laughs> right. I, there's unfortunately there's right. more than I think there's literally hundreds. Right. Um, we've had the. I've had a guardianship where we had the SWAT team at the, his home because he had uh, the SWAT the team? SWAT team to remove 120 plus um, firearms from oh, the home. He was incapacitated. Oh he was wow. a marksman, an expert shooter, and wow. he was not. Um, that's, ins- that's insane. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was. It's like, it was it's like, insane. It's like walking. That's like that Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie when you go downstairs and you right. walk into that bunker. That's and right. Like, and he was able to use those weapons and made no uh, qualms that if he didn't uh, like you, he would use them oh, on wow. you. Okay, so, yeah, that's so, so 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 you were even walking into situations like that. Were you a, were at that point in time? Were you a were you trying? Were you becoming a client? Because I mean, I can imagine. I was his little... guardian, so okay. he was deemed incapacitated. Oh, okay, so, gotcha, yeah, so gotcha. the court appointed me as his guardian, and I had to walk into wow. that situation. Wow, so you, so you brought SWAT with you. I, well, we, <laughs> brought, we, we called we the, the local sheriff's department. It wasn't in this county, <laughs> right, yes. Right, right. And they, because of the um, the type of firearms, the local, he had um, 
different, I'm not an expert in firearms, but he had some that the local sheriff's department didn't even know how to operate and right. unload and, and wow. you know, store it securely. So they had to bring SWAT in with a trailer. It's amazing all the different angles. I mean, from like, like from dogs to I know. rats to, I mean, like, I mean, I feel like no one could ever, I feel like even in professional guardian school or like, That's right. it's like it's no on one could job. ever like, yeah, there's no way to, to ever learn this stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah, on the job yeah, training. Yeah. And most of the time, you know, you just have to keep in mind, you, um, a lot of it's common sense. What decisions would you want made for your loved one? We got a caller? Yeah. Oh, we got a caller. All right. <laughs> see who it is. Okay. Hello. Hi, you're on the show. Before the show is over, would she please give her phone number or the, the company she represents? Um, the caller would like you to give your phone number of the company you represent. Absolutely. The name of the company is Estate and Guardianship Management Services. The telephone number is 941-743-4151. Hit extension 1, and you'll get right through to my secretary. Extension 1? Correct. 941-743-4151. Extension 1. Where are you located? In Punta Gorda, Florida, 6230 Scott Street. Oh, okay. Thank you so very much. You're very well. Very interested. Well, thank you. Bye now. Bye bye. I love it. She sounded so sweet. She did. Sound <laughs> she had sweet. a sweet voice. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. You know, and, and Robin's fantastic. I mean, I know uh, in our in our professional you know uh, career. I mean, I've just relied on her a lot. Um, you know, we've had some interesting cases of our own, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but she's been so helpful when we have a, a person that's moved in maybe to our assisted living facility, and we're trying to help that person out they may not have family or their family may not be as involved and we're just you know we're we're, you know we as the facility can't really do anything uh for this person as much as we you know we want to and so we've been able to you know rely on you to help the you know to 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 be the 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 person that can sign off on something or to approve something to to help this person get what they need you know so we see that a lot we get that a lot of times from um bankers sometimes physicians facilities quite often they'll have a situation and they're they're limited unto what can be done and we always consider and hope that we are a referral source for anyone in the community i I have people call me all of the time. They may not need my services, but at least I can point them in that right direction, exactly. yeah. just as you and Amy are doing right, as right. well yeah, exactly. with the and senior that's source. What, and that's what we're all doing. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like we're all just trying to help these people out. You know, maybe they might come to you or me that's or it. whoever else for a different reason, and then we're just trying to like, hey, you know, what, what else is going on? Let's, what's that's right. what's the plan? Mm-hmm. What's the goal? Where do you want to? Uh, but we go have with the contacts. Yeah, exactly. You know, we have the contacts that right. can at least least steer them in the right direction sure. so that they sure. can try to get you know the assistance that they require 100 percent, 100 percent. no that's, that's great well I'm, I'm just grateful that you came on today i know uh i know uh you know this was kind of last minute and stuff the other day and, and at first rob was like she's like you know she's she was a little nervous about being on here but man you did awesome see it was, it was well, no big deal right? thank you for having me was, i appreciate it was, it. It, was, it, it was no big deal no it was, it was wonderful no I, i'm just grateful for robin and her relationship and, and our friendship and and what she's uh doing for people in the community and of course uh, to reach you again what would be the best number for folks that are on the line the best number to reach me at is 941-743-4151 Five one extension one. Okay, and then and then also too, I, you, I I heard you said your your son, I guess is uh, coming on board. Or? Yeah, Jason Monroe started with the company in 2018. Okay, and he just finished his uh, certification, um, passed the national awesome. test. So, so as, as a professional guardian, as, as a well? professional guardian as awesome. well. Yes, awesome. and we actually have the packet ready to go up to the Office of Public and Professional Guardians, which is the uh, state of Florida Department of Elder Affairs. It's the okay. division that we have to register, Wonderful. so that he will now be a registered uh, guardian. We'll get his information to the courts. We have to file it with the courts that we work out of, which sure. is Charlotte Lee in Sarasota. That's super exciting, though. It that's, is very exciting. Cool. And awesome. I think having a male figure may um, it, it be good as well. Um, sure. Like I said, some... Especially on the David Meany spot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I could like, have used him back yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like, you know, walking in... Because that's the thing, too, is like, you know, even being in the home care side of things now, it's like, man, when I went on some of these evaluations, like walking into these environments where, you know, yeah. we... 
you, know, you have no idea what you're walking into. You don't. You know? you don't. Um, and, and every house is different. Every person is different. Every That's family right. dynamic is different. I, I was telling Jamie the other day, you know, it's like, you know, running a home care agency is almost like running like, like you know, 40 assisted living facilities at the same time. That's, that's <laughs> right. Like, and you know, because you got all these family dynamics and all the, and all of a sudden you're like plugged into the, that person's like life that's like on right. a daily basis. Yeah. You know, and so. then the client being in the home environment yeah. is so different than the assisted living. You're seeing it's, that person for 24 hours a day. You really know what's happening exactly. in their life. And right. And, and like the and, other day we were walked into, you know, a, a home and in, in, in like, you know, that person that we see in this one place, you know, we're only with them for a certain portion of the day. And so it's like every time I feel like we open that door in the morning, it's about, it's like. Surprise. Right. Exactly. I know. It's like, <laughs> you know, you like, you know, you, you go to the house where the door is open and you're like, what's going on? That's you know, right. you, you realize maybe in the middle of the night, maybe they open it. They're still there. Thank God. But like, it's just like, man, that suspense of like what but, happens that, in know, the last 12 hours while they've been home alone, you know. And, and that's happened, yeah. you know. Yeah. When we've done, uh, you know, wellness check, and in a, you know, it's not been a good situation sure. that we've walked in. So, so you know, it's it's true. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's wild, man. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm grateful that you came on today. I'm grateful well, that thank uh, you. Your son is uh, is going to be a part of the process. That's super exciting, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, and I just want to say, give a shout out to to our our, our sponsors. So. Uh, for those that are new to our show, um, uh, the show is sponsored by Chelsea Place Senior Care and Discount Med Direct. Uh, both Amy and Suzanne are, are, are I'm, 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 uh, you know, the Lone Ranger today. Oh, They're out. So, uh, um, anyways, but uh, Amy and Suzanne, uh, like I said, with Chelsea Place Senior Care and Discount Med Direct. I know uh, Suzanne had given me some info earlier about what's going on over there. They actually have some events going on, and if you, and I'm just going to pull up some of the information they got. Uh, happening. So just so you guys know, um, uh, they, they actually, she said, okay, so I don't, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Discount MedDirect, they, they're, they're top selling drugs are one is viagra and the other one is cialis believe it or not which blows my mind every time i think about that i'm like really but she said uh it's uh, one is for two dollars and fifty cents and the other one's for three dollars they have a special going right now so um you know for anyways i'm just putting that out there she told me to say it so um and then they also have an a, a, our trivia night event so next tuesday we're actually doing a trivia night and uh and robin's actually a sponsor um it's open to the public uh, but what it is it's a ten dollar donation when people come to our trivia night event uh, Suzanne's a sponsor. I know, uh, you know, Robin's a sponsor. We have our other sponsors, uh, Trilogy. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Royal, 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 Palm. Royal Palm. We got uh, Beef O'Brady's. So we have some other sponsors that help make this possible. And we're actually donating the proceeds from that night to the United Way of Charlotte County. But it's a $10 donation and it's a ton of fun. And, you know, for those that don't know me, I, I'm not a huge trivia fan. But when I when when I, when I actually got to play it that day, I had such a blast. I was like, man, this is awesome. It was a lot of fun, and it was really not a lot of work. I mean, it was one of those, you know, sometimes you go to these fundraising events, and you're like, man, like this is just a lot of work. Like a lot of work leading up to it, a lot of work while you're there uh or, or everyone's always asking for like donations or money or whatever but this is super simple come in for a hot meal come in for drinks ten dollar donation uh and then just have some fun with some friends so that's actually going to be uh held on let's, uh, let's see the, the 30th of june and that's going to be oh yeah july man what i'm, I'm all okay. about. i don't know what day it is so it's gonna be the 30th <laughs> thank god robin's here to keep me straight but it'll be the 30th of july and that will be at chelsea place adult daycare center in port charlotte florida which is 3626 tamiami trail 3626 tamiami trail in uh, port charlotte florida uh, and that's actually right between portside tavern and the little antique uh, mariners trading post uh, we're right in between that so we'll be there June 30th for uh, Trivia Night, and um, also want to give a shout out to um, those, if you're if you're caring for a loved one and you need help, whether it's in your home or you're looking for maybe senior housing, uh, Chelsea Place is there for you. We're your solution for every stage of senior care, and you can reach out to us at 941-676-3411. Uh, again, the number for Chelsea Place is 941-676-3411, and if you have any questions about discount meds, uh, and you'd like to learn more about, you know, maybe saving, you know, uh, costs on your, your, your prescriptions, you know, uh, say even saving up to 80% on some prescriptions, reach out to Discount Med Direct. You can reach them at 941-421-7155. Their number is 941-421-7155. And they're conveniently located in Port Charlotte, Sarasota, and in Lee County. So uh, they, have a, they, have a, they have a Cape Coral office as well. So Thank you guys so much for for being here and for joining us on the show today. Um, 
Oh, we got, and we got we got plenty of time left. So we, can, we get to hang out, but you know we uh, we're just grateful for all the wonderful people that uh, you know make this show possible, and uh, we're excited. That, I don't know if I told you, Robin, but we uh, we finally launched our our event. Um, you know, and and so the, re- the the really the reason for doing this show, and I feel like even like what you guys do and what Amy, you know, and I have tried to create is is just being that resource, you know, for for families. Yes. And 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 I I know for me, like I feel so strong about helping families walk through this process. I I know we created the five step guide to senior care, really to give families an organized way of understanding. You know, what do I need, whether it's for myself or my mom or my dad, my spouse, whoever it may be, what is it that I need to be aware of that I might need down this journey? Because regardless, everyone's going to go through the journey. Absolutely. They may not need everything along the journey, but they're going to go through it. And so we created Florida's five-step guide to senior care to help people understand what that journey looked like. And, you know, the first one was being proactive and understanding, you know, what cognitive changes are taking place uh, in my loved one. You know, is this Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's? Is this dementia? What's the difference? Right. Is it a UTI? Who, you know, what does this stuff even really mean? And how does it, and, and how is this affecting my loved one? Or what do I need to know about it in order to, you know, to care for them? Um, and is there any prevention for it? So being proactive in that area and then, and then organizing legal affairs. And I know that's, that's kind of the category that's important. That's like the main hub of what you do. That's right. You know, getting my legal affairs in order, making sure that, cause I have to, in order for me to make a financial plan or to figure out how to pay for care, like I got to figure out, okay, well, how, who's going to oversee the that's right. financial decisions and the healthcare decisions, you know? So, uh, you know, have I got my pre-need arrangements taken care of? You know, do I have, do I need a power of attorney, you know, and, and is in who's set up? Is it the right person? Do I need a, a will, a trust, uh, all these other things, you know? Um, have I done my Medicaid or VA planning, you know? So all this stuff is kind of like an, you know, like done on that, that legal affairs side, which is our step two. And then step three, making a financial plan. Do I need Medicare, Medicaid? Do I need Medicare and a supplement? Medicare Advantage, Medicare Replacement. I I feel like every time I say this, I'm like, see, this is why it's so confusing. That's right. <laughs> Cause, cause everyone, There's too many choices. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and so it's like, I can't tell you how many times people ask us like, so uh, does Medicare cover that? And or, or or they'll be like, oh, you know, so and so. I talked to so and so, and and they're really they're talking about Medicaid instead of Medicare. They're right. talking about Medicare Advantage instead of you know the, the 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 straight Medicare. And there's all this confusion. And so you know, like walking through that, and then do they? You know, sometimes we see spouses they don't even know that they're their loved one, you know, like had maybe assets or, you know, equity in stocks or bonds or like they have these accounts and they have no idea and like they need help with the financial planning side of it. And so long story short, you know, just walking through all these different stages and then understanding care at home versus care in assisted living, what's memory care, assisted living, independent living, CCRCs, all this stuff. And uh, I know we're, uh, we're, we're going to help people out and we're going to, we're actually doing a conference, and it's March 2020. Uh, it's a senior care conference, and we're walking families through all five steps. Uh, so I know I, I'm, I, I'm sure Robin will be there I'll and, be and there. her team. Um, but uh, but it's gonna we got plenty of time leading up to that. But we're gonna actually take all this information we're sharing today in a one day all day event uh, to help educate the public. So thank you for joining us today on the Senior Sauce, the Senior Source, Senior Sauce. Uh, all the ingredients you need to make the right senior care choices. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robin. You're welcome. Thank you.